You're about to hear opinions that you may like. Then again, you might hear some that offend you. We don't apologize for that. This is American Viewpoints with Mike Ferguson. Can an investigation led by politicians get to the bottom of one of the most bizarre and unsettling events in recent history? And I'm talking about the violence at the U.S. Capitol on January 6th. That didn't just kind of shake the nation, conscious politics, ideology. It also, in a lot of ways, drove a wedge further into the divide of an already divided nation. I'm Mike Ferguson. Thank you for staying with us on American Viewpoints. I'm joined now by Jonathan Bidlack from the R Street Institute, where he's the director of their governance program. And Jonathan, before we get into the questions as to what this commission is actually going to do, I kind of want to get a couple things out of the way. This is a really difficult chain of events to even discuss for a lot of people. A lot of passion, a lot of anger, very strong feelings. There's something about these particular events that divides even the already divided. Why is that? Well, I, you know, I think it gets, and first of all, thanks for having me. Um, I think, it, I think it gets to the fact that, you know, look, we are, we are divided as a nation, right? We are as polarized as we've ever been. And this, the events on January 6th uh, were obviously coming from one side of the political spectrum. So unlike, say, 9-11, which was an external attack that sort of, you know, impacted everyone equally and was completely independent of the ideological division that existed in the country, um, this attack is very much tied up in with the existing uh, the existing sort of, uh, you know, disconnect between Democrats and Republicans. And so that has made investigating it more contentious. That has made, you know, um, it has increased the sort of partisan strife and the partisan perspective that side brings to the table. It's, it's fundamentally uh, different from, from that standpoint. And so I think that's that more than anything else, that's the biggest, the biggest reason. Anytime you put together a commission, especially in Congress, and we'll get to those details in just a second in my next question, but it's inherently political at this point. Can we separate out the politics from what's actually being investigated and actually sift the truth from the politics of the situation? So, you know, look, I'm optimistic. I mean, you know, people may forget now, but the 9-11 commission was not an easy, you know, it wasn't like, uh, you know, we were attacked and three days later, there was a congressional investigation into what happened. It actually took a long time before, you know, the, the commission was even was even authorized. So um, and, and that event as well, you know, we will recall, well, well, you know, while it was certainly not as partisan, perhaps as the most recent, you know, January 6th events. Um, there was very much a partisan angle to it, right? Democrats blame George Bush. Republicans were blaming actions that that happened prior to George Bush taking office. Um, so there was still a partisan element to it. Uh, and and yet, I think most people on both sides of the aisle now reflect and would say that you know the findings of the 9/11 Commission were balanced. They were fair. Um, you had representation from both parties doing a good faith effort into investigating that event. Um, and they did cut through the politics. You know, I mean, again, the report may not have gone as far as some people may have wanted. There may have been topics that, the, you know, weren't addressed in as much detail or so on. But it was a thorough reckoning with what happened on that day. And I think history has proven that the, the 9-11 Commission report is something that, uh, you know, that Americans respect and, and, and put a lot of value on. And so um, that's not to say that it won't be more challenging this time than, than, than then. I think there's a, a strong case you made that that is true. But, uh, you know, if we use that one data point, I think I think we should be optimistic as Americans that we would be able to get through this uh, this strife and and really, uh, you know, actually come to findings that, that both sides can agree with. OK, so let's 
go back and talk about what is actually being formed and what is their task. It's one thing to say investigate it, but what's the goal of this actual investigative body? Sure. So, I mean, in a nutshell, right, it's to, it's to figure out why what happened on January 6th happened. Um, what, what, you know, what events, um, what uh, things fed into that particular outcome. And, you know, look, whenever you have something like this, it's a very complex sort of, you know, um, web of reasons. And so I think it, you know, it's, it's, it's not quite as simple as, you know, we'll just blame this segment of people. Um, these are really complicated questions. And so the idea is to bring together people who have all sorts of different backgrounds, right? Whether it's law enforcement or experts on just Congress or, you know, or, um, you know, just experts in different fields and have them bring their perspective on, you know, what actually caused this event to, to occur. I mean, you know, these things don't happen in a vacuum, right? I mean, there, there are some people who just say it was President Trump and that's the only reason, right? And then you have you know, the other side that says there's so, you know, they point to other, other factors. And so I think the idea here is let's get people who have a variety of different perspectives and different expertise to come together and share their perspective and inform this process. And then ultimately have, have the, the commission members, um, you know, weigh that evidence and sort of present the sort of comprehensive picture as to why, why this event uh, occurred. And so, you know, I think there are a lot of benefits. I mean, it's, it, you know, the idea of, of doing this sort of separate investigatory work and, and, you know, pulling together all these different threads is very important. Um, and I also think the, the, the other point to make here is that, you know, there's been some talk about having Congress do this kind of investigation. And the problem there is that, you know, Congress is just inherently more political. And so I like the idea of being able to have sort of a nonpartisan space um, to have this kind of discussion. And so, you know, those are sort of the, I think the, I think the, the, the major benefits that would come from this sort of this commission. What's the type of makeup or that we're seeing who's going to be recruited for this. I mean, you've mentioned a couple examples. Do we know what the actual commission makeup is going to be? Or are they still working out those details? Yeah, that'll still, that'll still be worked out. And of course it's not uh, you know, it's not a given that the commission will happen at this point either. Right. I mean, we just, we've had, you know, ranking member Katko, you know, who basically uh, as a Republican came out and said, I think we should have this type of commission. Um, and that's something that, again, there are a lot of sort of um, you know, good government groups that have been advocating for this on the outside. But that was the first time that I think there was a prominent Republican, you know, quote on the inside saying this, but um, it's not a done deal at this point by any means. Um, and so, uh, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll just we'll just sort of see. But uh, um, I think that the the model uh, will look very similar to, again, what we saw back in, you know, 2002 and beyond. And so, um, you know, I, I suspect that that will be the blueprint that will be used for whatever ultimately ends up being put together. We're visiting with Jonathan Bidlack from the R Street Institute. And Jonathan, with all of the uh, partisan bickering that we've talked about a little bit here, obviously there are a lot of conspiracy theories because there's a tremendous amount of confusion. On one side of the Capitol, we see violence. People died on the inside. There was a uh, woman shot to death when she was trying to uh, storm through a, uh, a guarded area of the Capitol. And yet on the other side, we've got video of security basically ushering people in. So I'm sure that the breakdowns of communication were going to be part of that. But is it possible that something can come to fruition, some kind of report that makes sense of the illogical situation, of the senseless situation that we dealt with? Because people are pointing out they tried to stop us. They used violence. They let us in. And they're all somewhat right, depending on where they were in the building. 
Well, and that, and that's just it, right? I mean, to my point from earlier about this being a complicated event, I mean, things like the role of the Capitol Police, right, and why they may not have been prepared or, or you know, or, or took the specific actions that they did. I mean, to me, all of these things are fair game, right? What was the role of activating the National Guard? Were they, you know, were they activated as soon as they should have been? Were there people who were preventing that from occurring, right? All of these kinds of questions that there's sort of, you know, there's there's um, evidence that's out there, but it's not something that I think has been really put together in this holistic way. Um, I have I have no doubt that if you get reasonable people from both sides into a room and to really go and analyze the evidence and hear from people uh, who have these very perspectives, I think you will come to, um, you know, a, a, a good conclusion and, and a good summary of of why things unfolded in the way that they did that day. Now, the, the challenging part uh, is not just putting together, you know, an accurate narrative and, and sort of identifying causes, but it's also having the credibility so that people on both sides will take it seriously. I mean, you can put together, you know, uh, you can put together a 500 page, you know, document that lays out everything. But if you're, if the entity itself is not seen as legitimate and is not seen as, you know, unbiased and sort of having a dedication to truth, um, it will make those conclusions very difficult to have the intended effect, which is to, you know, build bridges across this sort of partisan and, and polarized divide that we currently have. And so um, to me, that's why, again, having this be outside of existing congressional efforts, having this have experts from, you know, both sides of the aisle and from different from different fields and, and sort of um, areas of expertise. That is very important, not just for putting together that picture, but also for ensuring that we have, uh, you know, that that any results that would be seen are treated as legitimate by by the people who who need to hear this, which is the American public. Yeah, and that's uh, that's where we'll have to wrap because what we do with this investigation, if and when it actually comes out, will be the next the next big question or sets of questions, which we'll just have to see how that turns out. Uh, Jonathan, people want to find uh, yours, your work or R Street Institute's work. Where do we connect with you? Yeah, our website is just rstreet.org. So the letter R and then street.org. All right, appreciate the uh, insight. This is something that I know is uh, not going to calm down the tensions anytime soon. So if it happens, hopefully it's productive for everybody. Absolutely. Thanks so much for having me. And I would love to connect with you too. Just look for American Viewpoints with Mike Ferguson on Facebook or on Twitter. Find me at AVP Radio Show, AVP for American Viewpoints Radio Show, and we can stay in touch there. I'm Mike Ferguson. Thank you for making American Viewpoints part of your weekend. We'll talk to you next week. Thank you.